This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends, which includes, but is not limited to, my sidekick for the day. What's poppin', Tice? Wow, got passed to me. Tice. It feels like a very special episode where the person that needs to be here the most has vanished. Yeah, he's gone. Shit happens. It's like the Avatar, you know, when you when the world needed him most against the nations, he vanished to Montreal. To all places. Of all places. Well, you know, they're so nice in Canada. Yeah. You know. And they're so nice here too in America. The kid's international. He's worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. He's basically pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. He's basically pitbull. Same haircut. Yeah, exactly. Get him some glasses and you won't know if that's Mr. 305. What's pop with you guys today? How we feeling? Good. We're good, man. Go out, but let's go I don't know, man. You. I'm feeling mm. like I might need to leave. Oh, shit. I mean, lots feeling, happening. I'm, I'm actually feeling a little insecure. What's going on? Well, Matt Hunt pointed out the fact that I own no clothes and I keep wearing <laughs> the same shit over and over again. <laughs> and then as soon as Landon comes in, he's like, oh, Matt Hunt's right. You do only wear the same stuff over and over again. So. <laughs> Apparently, I got to do some shopping, but it's a nice hoodie. The though. chat won't hold it against me. I love my new Triton gear, so mm -hmm. it is what it is. You need a promo code. Use promo code Guapo for twenty percent off. Wow! <laughs> promo code Guapo. Guapo, you get ten percent of that, right? Yeah. All right, just making sure. Affiliate fee. All right, we got some shit going on today. Actually, it's literally shit. There's plenty of just shit getting thrown around. But before we get to all that, Matt Hunt dropped a new course. Let's take a look at it. This series is going to be a full review of the recent WPT 10K World Championship event that just happened at the Win here in Vegas. We're just going to dive right in and start off with six-handed play because a lot of the really interesting hands took place in that portion of the event. And then we're going to have some really fascinating hands in three-handed and heads-up play. So we had six elite-level players and obviously a really good opportunity to see what these players do in a high-pressure, very big-money situation. That is Matt Hunt's new course, breaking down the world championship over at the WPT. I actually haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to watching it. it looks, there was so many interesting hands in there, and it just looks like it was popping. What do you think about it, Len? You watch it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet, but there is definitely a lot of spots from there that convent, like prior to newer tools, you'd be a lot more speculative if the things that they did were correct or not. Mm -hmm. But now when you have HRC preflop, you have the ability to run ICM post flop using Pio. You can definitely get more of an idea of what the theory looks like. I mean, you can do that, or you can just like ask Daniel what he would do because Daniel knows all the theory and all the spots. So be nice. Be my nice. God, my <laughs> God. We were trying to do other things before the spiciness uh, and all the shits flinging. You know, he said there's a lot he of Daniel. Questions questions there. I don't know what Daniel he's talking he asked about. Me, he said, "Where do my loyalties lie?" I stayed here. <laughs> right. Ten toes here. That's right. Whether I like it or not, you guys we got, got me. We got some cutting edge uh, stuff in that in that uh, course. Is what you're saying? Yeah. There's definitely some new not newer mm -hmm. stuff but more so things that along the lines of like the call it best uh tournament players in the world like how they study how they operate mostly using hrc preflop getting preflop solves looking at icm post flopping then gaining some ideas so it's kind of look into what that looks like i love it i love it make sure to go to softwarewide.io and uh sign up for the all in access pass today <laughs> 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 nothing's better than the matters yeah. We got to get that on short. Uh, All right, yeah. man. I don't even know where to fucking start. There's so much dog shit going on on Twitter right now. <sighs> X, much, whatever the lot. fuck you guys want to call it. It's so, like the Royal Rumble of poker Twitter. It really is. It really <laughs> I'm so is. happy I was in the little bubble of the jewel where like I nothing leaves those four walls, you know, and it didn't penetrate. It didn't penetrate so, the jewel. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm I'm, I'm like the audience member here. I'm going to learn all this stuff for the first time. Well, so, that, that makes four of us. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like uh, Daniel put out a tweet yesterday. Was it? It was yesterday about what Matt should have done. Are we going to go through this a little bit? 
camp. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I want to actually. Sorry. Let's actually start with um, the Twitter Spaces yesterday. Right. So apparently, <laughs> Garrett and Feldman were in the Spaces yesterday, and we have a little clip just to give you guys a little preview of this. Elementary strategy to like try to make me look bad on the internet, you know? Yeah, I'm dumb as rocks, and you're the guy who accidentally banned yourself from playing on shows, and, like, you're... Yeah, dude, because you and I are... You and I couldn't be more the opposite, dude. I don't give a fuck about money. All right, so... (laughs) He's... He mad. Yeah, I mean, everybody was a little spicy yesterday. Mm -hmm. A lot of public talking going on. A lot of (laughs) F-bombs. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to think about it, but... To give you guys a little timeline, it all started from a hand that happened at Hustler Casino Live in which one of the players thought he was cheated in the game and because his aces got cracked. The player's name was GT, and it was against Luda. Do we have a video of the... Luda? Roll the clip. Uh, it's a pretty long one, but... Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so yeah. So basically, Alex Dullivan put out a... Put out a His name's tweet. Alex Duvall. Duvall, oh, sorry. Alex Duvall in. Oh, oh, okay, okay, I got it. Just for the... Yeah, I was looking at the Twitter name. I got you, my guy. Thank you. I appreciate you. So basically, he put out this tweet that says, this guy had aces cracked on HCL last night, and so he accused the show and Luda of cheating him. Luda offered to be strip shirts, but sadly was not taken up on the <laughs> offer. Emergency video coming. Let's see if uh, we can get the cliff notes on this. Give me one second. Here we go. And I have, uh, so I have maybe, maybe, look, the timing is too uncanny, man. Look, I mean, I add 100, fucking next hand. It's, it's, it's not cut to, to, to a guy that just plays every week. But the adding 100 and next hand doesn't make any sense, right? How would, it, how would you do it? It came, it came last only another hour. Might as well take advantage right now. Right, but you, you chose to add the 100. That deck was already made. You can't get a signal. You can't get a signal that you just have the hundred. It's not possible. As we see, GT ends up accusing Luda. So yeah. So basically, that was literally aftermath of the situation. So, G- so GT added a hundred K, and in the aces. very next hand, he got aces and cra- cracked. Yeah. Yeah. You got I mean, aces against the 8-6 off. Or I mean, can we just... Two, it just seems it. like... That just seems like bad timing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, let's just call it what... 8 6 Let's just call it what it is. I mean, we've all played with a with a GT before. Would somebody just... Obviously can't take a bad beat. Like, mm-hmm. you should actually be pretty happy that Luda's willing to put in a third of his stack yeah. um, when you have aces and kings and you have these good hands. Like, you shouldn't be crying. You should actually be pretty fucking happy. I mean, yeah. yes. But also, to be fair, I'm not gonna scold GT for thinking such things. Like... You know, he did just add on a hundred. Like this happens, and I've seen this happen in home games a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shit just happens. Conrad's been around the block. You know, it's like shit just happens, and then like the next head, boom, boom. See you guys later. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, Garrett actually responded to that video and said, "This hand is not suspicious. It has zero in common with Jack Four, and I am not responsible for the reputation of ATL. They made their own bed." That being said, I specifically chose to avoid playing in games with Luda, despite how poorly he played. <laughs> Former LATB owners, Live at the Bike owners, and Bicycle Casino casino executives with first-hand knowledge would be the ones who could shed additional light on the reasons why he was banned from LATB after winning heaps, playing like a maniac on stream in a game that played 20x bigger than the 5-5 game he played otherwise. Shade. So, Garrett comes out with that, and, and then all, all hell just broke loose. Absolute all hell broke loose. I'm not even sure where to go from here. It was just like everybody just started throwing shit. Um, yeah, I don't even know. Was so, there a response to the tweet or then it just went straight to the spaces? Well, then Feldman came out. So then Feldman responded and says, claims he specifically avoided games with him. Claims he knows how poorly he played. But here's a text where he claims it was his first time ever watching him play in February 2022 and says he played well. Which is it? So, obviously, we have this text here where um, Feldman shared with us their private text messages. Yeah, I mean, shit happens. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know this situation. I don't even know like what what this is going on. So they went to the spaces. They just ranted for hours, and yeah. You think I care about money? You think I care about money? Like, <laughs> do you think so? I know. I know you don't care about money. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sick life. I want that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a huge mess to be honest with you. I do kind of believe Garrett when he says that the the taking the one thirty five was more principal than money i mean i know it's a lot of money and i mean i'm sure that had something to do with it but like i, I get what he's saying where he's like this is the only chance i have for for justice to get mm. the money back but yeah if like yeah like like, like if i don't take the money now i'll never get it and i'll never have justice for, for yeah this. but at what cost yeah i mean that's i mean that, look, that's, if we're, if, the problem the problem about, is is like yeah the problem is is that you it's everything you're costing, you're costing yourself a seat at a really good game mm-hmm. um what, what's the public going to think about you taking 130k off this woman when nothing has been actually proven? Here um, comes, here comes Guapo. Look, hold up I'm, the sign, Guapo. <laughs> just hold up the sign. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, how much has this actually oh cost him? Because I'm God. pretty sure he'd have a lot more than 130 grand if he's still playing. Right. Well, that that's why that's why it, it's well, not a money thing. It's I don't a know though, because like if you are operating under the implication that the stream is not on the up and up he probably wouldn't play anymore yeah i don't think he would either right so if he doesn't play anymore and thought he got cheated why right. would he not try to take the money back it's exactly it's like if like yeah 100 percent. like i don't think he'd be like well i'm just going to continue to play in this game after he believes he got cheated right so he's not playing there anyways yeah uh, I don't know. Yeah. But now here we are a few LA Times articles later. <laughs> <laughs> a few Twitter spaces later. Uh, so I guess let me ask you guys some questions. Um, does anybody think this Aces hand was a cheated hand? No. Absolutely not. I don't think well, so. Well, we know Guapo doesn't, so go on. Everybody else say that. <laughs> there's, never been, there's never been cheating ever in all of poker. No, that's horseshit. Okay, Guapo, what I, I if think, Robbie played the Possel, hand? I think Possel was definitely guilty. I know, I know. I'm busting your chops. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with Guapo. I, I don't, I don't think it was cheat. I mean, I didn't dive into it that deeply, but I, you know, like these things happen. Lando. Right? Yeah. I mean, cheat gates always going to happen when someone gets stacked. And mm-hmm. at the same time, like when it comes to, I don't even know if you want to call it professional. I, where if anybody that's played poker and played it at a high level has solved the Jack forehand versus seeing the, the six, eight hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a difference there. There's a huge difference. There, yeah. It's not even close. I, there's a it, huge. There's a big close. difference there. Anyway. But uh, what I do want to say is, Garrett kind of shed some light on something that the public has not spoken about, which is Luda being banned from live at the bike. After mm. you know what I mean, like he said that other people can shed some light, more light on it, but apparently Luda was banned at live at the bike. So he used to play on live at the bike and then got banned. Yeah, apparently. For an unknown reason? Also, him and Feldman were roommates. Now, is this alleged or were they actually roommates? Um, actually roommates. I, I believe I actually heard Feldman say this and it was brought up yesterday, I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, so, you guys find this suspicious at all? You see anything here? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But, but like reading through the lines, it's saying that Feldman, I mean, that uh, Garrett thinks that they were cheating. In a way, like if you're just reading through the lines, mm-hmm. uh, Garrett thinks that they were cheating. So it seems like a little bit of a conflict of interest to have your roommate be playing. Like I don't, I don't know how like you know how these things work, but like when I you mean, run a show and then you have someone that close to you also playing in the game that you're running, it's just part of the community, man. Yeah. If you think about it, like look at a everyone's home. so close knit. That's true. Look at home yeah. games. There's fucking four people that live in the house. They all play right. a deal in the game or something along the lines like that. Or like yeah. there's a lot of like. You know, it's just part of nah, the... That's okay. just part maybe, of the... Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I don't know too much about this, but I really hope we find out some more because, I don't know, it seems interesting. The issue about trying to find out more is that you're probably going to have to be in a spaces to listen. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. We don't want to do that anymore. So Gary hits him with the, oh, hi, Ryan, appreciate your text that you're rooting for me in my comeback games and recurgitating the same year-old talking points that still nobody cares about <laughs> in regards to the lineups. Also, thanks for also claiming people think I stole Robbie's money after you yourself hilariously claimed that there was a 40% chance he cheated. That's very based. Uh, so he should, just give, he should just give back 60% of uh, Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I was wondering when you would stop having guys like Airball do your dirty work and your weak attempts at discrediting me. Fearful your many secrets will get out. You and your echo chamber of HCL family have done all you can to tarnish my reputation to protect your business interests. It's not going to work. 
The only thing you ultimately accomplished by having airball spew lies and exaggerations was to toss Berkey a milli at your puppet's expense. <laughs> Pretty based. I'm happy about that too. By the way, Nick Airball, still waiting for you to follow through in the heads up match you challenged me to, or did the offer expire as you said? Anyway, where was I? This is a huge message. Anyway, <laughs> I kind of like reading this, so I can't complain. It's either yeah. this or the uh, Vince McMahon text. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where was I, Ryan? Stick to this. There are countless times I confirmed with you directly that Luda would not be playing on HCL before I'd agree to play that day, period. Why? By then, I was extremely concerned that the many things people told me about him were true. While we're at it, want to talk about why you hid from everyone, including your co-owners at Live at the Bike, that Luda was your roommate. Want to talk about why you broke down in tears, pleading on several occasions at the former CEO of the bike to remove the ban on Luda. Why was that decision so devastating for you? Want to talk about why the other owners of Live at the Bike and Casino Management banned Luda in the first place? Want to talk about how the rest of the players in that anti-game felt about him playing after several hands they claimed were suspicious? Want to talk about the wildly different way others told me he played off-stream versus on it? We're only scratching the surface here, man. Happy to chat about home games and online app games next if you'd like. Also, <laughs> cue the echo chambers of all the profits from being on Team Ryan, Nick Vertucci, Hustler, wow. etc. I don't give a shit anymore. Garrett is not holding back. Uh, no, it's, it's actually nice to see that he just like, you know, he said, fuck it. Look, for the fuck longest time, Garrett was like the, the poster child of like what you want to be as a high stakes player. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm human too. I'm yep. over it. I'm ready to see this stuff burn down. Mm -hmm. Burn this place to the fucking ground, yeah, man. You should have burned this shit down two and a half years ago, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. I'm here for it, man. There's so much like that. There's so much written in this text, like this tweet right here. That's just like, if you honestly, this tweet does more than the three hour spaces probably ever could. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> um, shout out to Lee Jones. He said, I thought it was just aces getting cracked until I learned that Luda is V in 60% and is up 500 K in the last six months. Ooh. I'm not sure how true that is. No, I did see that somewhere okay. that he's playing like a 60% V pip and he's up half a million. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... No, I'm no expert, but VPIP and 60% and Hard having to win. a win rate like that. I is... mean, I will say, uh, listen, I will it, it say he, he's in LA. He is in LA, guys. Yeah, depends you know? on the lineup, too. Like, shit happens in LA. We all know well, that. Well, just lineups and variants. Like, you can, play, you can play deck sometimes and just win. Right. You know? Well, not only that, but, like, it depends on who you're playing, and if they're, VP, if they're VPIPing, like, 40, 50, 60% as well, then, you know, it's all fair. We're talking about post-flop now. Yeah, when you look at the VPIPs and stuff on live stream games, people yeah. play a lot of hands, you know? Yeah. And the way you're going to make money is when you have a really good hand, like, are you going to be able to get paid for it? Or when you have a really good hand, are you going to be able to fold it facing certain aggressive lines? Just pay. Look, if I so, haven't made it obvious, the only way I'm going to be convinced someone is cheating is, like, I'll have to see the satellite coming out of their hat. And, you, you really would. You know. yeah. <laughs> have, they would have to literally it'll have to be admit another to it. Situation. Yeah, they would have to, like, go on the stand and be like, I did it. <laughs> like, well, I guess for you, the difference between, like, call it the Robbie hand and the Apostle hand was just the amount of evidence. Yeah, because it was just over and over and over. It was just reiterating yeah, the fact that he was cheating. Right. A lot of these, a lot of these um, cheating scandals, instances are one, like one-offs, you know, right? Like the Robbie hand and, and this Ace's hand. Um, but Apostle, right, you had mountains and mountains of hands and evidence that... The, all these hands were so sus. They're just like, okay, he's obviously cheating. There's no way he couldn't be. Man, imagine, so, uh, the, imagine we had spaces that. during that time. No, oh, no, man. I don't want spaces. No more spaces. I can't well, take it anymore. The spaces was just Joey live streaming every hand. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> that was fine. Yeah. Joey was the space. Yeah, the only person that lost in that one was Joey. <laughs> Joey, he lost his fucking mind for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Never recovered. We need Poor it, Joey. Though. We needed it. He 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 sacrificed himself for the good of the community. <laughs> yeah, you got a GPI for it. That's what Thanks. you got. Thanks, Joey. Yeah. We appreciate it. Well deserved. Yeah. All right, guys. Guess what? More Twitter shit. Oh, we moved on. on. We, we're moving on. I'm over just that shit. This is just a care. different beef wanna, now. I don't even want to talk about that shit. Honestly, I yeah. care less. Um, Dean eggs and Berkey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to something that's a little a little closer to home. I don't want to talk about this shit either. What is this? What is going on in the last fucking 72 hours on Twitter? What, does, is it a full moon? Everyone needs to take a deep breath. Everyone does. Mercury need. might be in Gatorade again. <laughs> <laughs> so, have we gone through the Daniel, like, what Berkey should have done tweet? We haven't. Okay, no. we should probably start there, and then we can go to the... All right. Let's go, go to the Daniel tweet. Um... Yeah. If you can just, it might, you might not have it as an asset. No, I think I do. Oh, okay. Here we go. 
Not this one. Not no. this one. So no, it's the what Berkey should have done. Berkey, there there it, is. it is. Yeah, what Berkey should have done. Treat Jay Little with respect and build a bridge that could help his own business flourish since Jonathan is incredibly successful in the space. Jonathan's always been kind and willing to work with everyone and find win-wins. Instead, Berkey's been on a mission to mock and trash Jonathan every chance he gets. Uh, scroll down, please. Uh, every major training site attacks high-stakes pros... Every major training site attracts high-stakes pros to do content for their platform, and there are loads of talented instructors out there that can back what they say with proven results at high-stakes. Jonathan's acquired several high-stakes crushers to provide content. Berkey hasn't. Jonathan built a flourishing business from the ground up. Berkey hasn't. The jealousy is understandable. It's probably too late to apologize to Jonathan and learn from him, but he should still do it anyways. The constant mocking is so uncalled for, and he's in no position to be an authority on what is good or bad poker coaching. He does not have the resume. I. It's interesting that he's using the words mock yeah. and trash. You know, it, it's not as if Matt put out a billboard at the WSOP talking about, <laughs> you know, how Morwick is higher. He's also not wearing a T-shirt next to him, mocking him and making fun of him. Like there is a difference here. I don't understand why it's it's coming down to uh, th that it's a personal attack. If you actually look at his tweets, it's never been a personal attack on Jonathan Little been i guess if you want to say a personal attack on his i don't want to call him tactics because that has a negative connotation no but, i don't think it does coaching but, tactics kind of well, well it's just marketing it's, it's, approach. it's the it's way that approach. he's talking to his audience yeah, it's right? more marketing than yeah, more right. tactics and, and, right? and sometimes the truth hurts and when you know if i'm a professional football player and i say hey listen you guys can do it too you just have to go out there and work really hard like no like you actually have to have the genetics you have to have the athleticism the same thing goes with poker. Not everyone is cut out for poker, and to insinuate that, it's, it's just not truthful. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, if someone takes a stance or someone, you know, has, has an opinion and, and then Berkey goes against it, like, all of a sudden it's like Berkey's bashing him. It's, it just happened to be, you know, <laughs> a handful of bad takes, which Berkey thought were bad takes on, uh, on Jonathan's part. And, and their opinions. What, you know what else irks right. me is like, uh, Negreanu is saying that like Berkey doesn't have a flourishing. Bit. Does he have access to our our, the, our our financials? As I don't think he does. What is he talking about? Like Berkey has, has this business run this business for how many years now? Right. He employs a handful of people, myself included, and and it's just like you know we have like okay yeah well, we don't have uh, you know uh, Jason Kuhn as a, as a, as a, uh, content creator, but we have great people. We have hunt, we have Brokus. Th these people put out like amazing, amazing content. You can go to software.io and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, you know, it, like wh where does he get off saying that? Look, like, like I think Berkey, Berkey hasn't thing. run a great business. Berkey's yeah. every cent that Berkey's made in this business. He didn't take anything for himself. He no, put, it put it right, right back, back into the business to make the business better and to grow it and to, and to, to provide something great for the community. So the fact that he says he doesn't have a flourishing uh, business is complete yeah. bullshit. I, I think what? specifically the fact that he's using words like jealousy and that they're personal yeah. attacks. Yeah, like Berkey's so jealous. Berkey could wrong. have done so, so many other different things to line his pockets. Yeah. with this business well, that he did not do. This is kind of where I want to jump in and say that when it comes to the coaching platform, it's better for coaches to feed off of optimism versus reality. Where an optimistic take would say, oh yeah, anybody can win a poker. All you have to do is work really hard. Anybody can make six figures after X amount of time. Where Matt and I are both under the same standpoint of, no, like not everybody can win a poker. It's a hard game. And saying that you can win is a bit just disingenuous. It's disingenuous, yeah. So mm -hmm. taking it's, that it's stance is that. worse for a coaching site yeah, than it is right. to say, oh yeah, if you do this, you're going to be able to win six figures right. too. You know what? You know what? Like all, all that, all that um, tweet should have said was, if you work really, really hard, You'll, you'll get better at the game. You'll be better than you were if you don't work hard. Because that's true, right? But to say that, oh, all you have to do is work really hard and you'll just win endless amounts of money, that's false, right? So just if you just flipped it to say, hey, you will get better. Your win rate will go up, right, if you work hard. Yeah, there's ways to improve in poker, but just because you improve doesn't mean you're going to start winning right. six figures. Right, yeah. But it's you might, you six might figures right. Right. But a, you a might, you right. might yeah, go like, from losing six figures to break even or losing six figures to winning or losing five figures, yeah. right? So, like, you can improve, but not everybody can just crush the game or right. the and game wouldn't exist. not everyone is cut out to just be a professional gambler. I mean, it right. just is what it is. Mm -hmm. and the truth hurts. For sure. Well, most of the, yeah, that's the way that the gambling site, gambling works, right? It's the way the ecosystem 
flourishes. There's very few people that win. There's people that beat the people that are losing on purpose. And then there's some people that lose on purpose. Yeah. And then when the people that lose on purpose are gone, the people that beat them now become the people that lose on purpose. Mm -hmm. It's just the hierarchy system. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Berkey talks his shit. Oh, you know, right. like, don't get me wrong. Berkey Listen, talks his shit. Very, He's very outspoken. And he comes from a very right. authority figure type of mm -hmm. speak, speaking. Yes. I have no, like I said, I've known Berkey all my life. And he's, he's always been like this. If he has a stance, he'll argue it to the death. Yes, he's confidence in his stance. Right. Stance. Right, exactly. So it's just like, that's just who he is. Man, there's confidence to a fault. But at the same time, I feel like there have been times where... Not that he's walked back anything publicly, but like <laughs> conversations in the house, yeah, whatever. Like he and I have back and forth. Course, you know, like yeah. sometimes he's wrong, sometimes I'm wrong. Like I've seen the guy be wrong. Right. You know. Yeah. And when it comes to some of these public stances, some of his takes are still partly what I believe to be true. Like mm -hmm. call it the Daniel Nines fold. Like I just think that's a complete mistake. Right. And I'm just gonna I'm standing on business on that one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's just like. Daniel says, so I saw the clip of the nines hand, and since you don't have access to any high-stakes tourney pros, <laughs> I, oh my God. I figured I'd take the time to teach you something about tournament poker since you don't play them. This kind of sounds like some mockery here, but let's keep going. Mm -hmm. ICM. Dude, I'm going to get so <laughs> Easy. heated. Easy. No, but no. But no Talk your shit, Andy. But this is why I get like personally sort of annoyed, because he talks as if he's ran a solve himself. He talks as if he does his own work. People would do it for you, which is fine, but then you try to extrapolate things that just simply aren't true. Seen over and over again by other footage. So back to the tweet, please. Seven-handed, <laughs> the chip leader opening under the gun with lots of shovable short stacks behind is going to have an ace-heavy range. This is correct. Blocking shoving hands. This is 100% correct. The solve will agree. Jesse will probably open ace-three off plus, maybe even ace-deuce because of the short stacks and ICM pressure. So you're more concerned about having hands that block shoves mm -hmm. and less concerned about playability. Makes sense. Hands like six, seven suited, right. hands like queen eight suited aren't as good because the ace block is much better. Landon, yes. your shot looks really good today. So Thank you, know. you. No problem, bud. Uh, my <laughs> position was third or seven with two very short stacks and in the big blind. Defend nine, nine standard, ace-deuce five rainbow. He bets min. This is a perfect illustration of the point you don't seem to want to understand. Jesse isn't betting min on flop and checking turn. I'm going to say cap. <laughs> He's always barreling turn with For an the ace. For folks, yeah. cap means bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> He's always barreling turn with an ace or without, so you're essentially calling the spike one of two outs, not getting the right price. The under-the-gun range has all the leverage and can comfortably pressure a middle stack and will actually have an ace high will actually have an ace a high percentage of the time, and even when he doesn't, can pair two overs on turn or river. So you are fading the double barrel, and in the off chance he doesn't bet turn, an additional 14% when he has two over cards that hit. If he checks turn, he won't. He won't have worse <laughs> hands than nines. Kings may check, but nines don't beat kings. You're welcome. I know you aren't an attorney guy, but we'd love to have you come join us at the studio. Free food and drinks and a comfortable atmosphere with the fun crew of regs and recs. <laughs> well, this is how the regs are talking. It doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> so let's, start, let's start there Based. that is funny but like the difference between and i like jesse had seven eight suited yeah this hand is a pure fold in an icm situation because of the short stacks that can't have ace blocks i mean to, for shits and giggles didn't you go find another hand at the i mean NAPT? i looked at the napt 5k where jesse was triple leader in the first hand he played he opened the hijack with seven three off which is fucking sick you know like do, do whatever you want sure big line calls flop goes check c-bet call Turn, check, check. River King, good for the ICM range because yeah. he's never king. Check, check, and Shannon wins with King 4 2 pair. Okay. So, like, yeah. There's a bunch of different spots where even when you're chip leader, you're not supposed to just barrel the turn every time because of quote unquote ICM. Like, that's not, it's just a poor understanding of how the model works. Sounds right. like Danny. Uh, yeah, my boy you. Cowboy Dan says, I think this is bad analysis. He's not bending the turn every time. Sometimes you show down a winner. If he has eights or king five or king queen, he may check down. Maybe he doesn't bluff and you're getting a good price and maybe you hit a nine on the turn with the congratulations. Yeah, but but Dan Smith doesn't have access to high stakes. <laughs> oh, wait, he is a high stakes. Uh, uh, but if you're really itching for a crossbook, I'll give you some action tomorrow on Friday. <laughs> Daniel declined the crossbook. <laughs> Pretty sharp. Uh, I mean, Dan's a smart guy. Why would he ever decline a crossbook against Pickleball Dan? Yeah. This is Pickleball Dan. Actually, you know no, what? No, he won a Triton tournament. He's Pickleball <laughs> MTT Dan. Right. Oh, uh, okay. But I thought he's like Snowboard Dan now. He's Snowboard Dan. He's Pickleball Dan. He's and then, all... anyways, 
Uh, Daniel makes that tweet. Matt responds with, what began as a needle over advising flop folds with hands winning half a big blind has turned into Daniel painting me as some devil-faced bully. I'm never one to bite my tongue, but I'm also not one to attack someone's character undeservingly. <laughs> I'm not once attacked Jonathan Little's character nor painted him as a bad guy. I simply disagree with his messaging at times. If that somehow came off as personal, then I'll happily apologize. My instincts tell me, however, that this is just Daniel's bruised ego lashing yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, um, Berkey's on multiple occasions has said, I got nothing against Jonathan, right? I, I got nothing against him. I, you know, I think he's, he's a fine guy. I just don't like the way he goes about uh, delivering his message. Yeah, and but nobody wants to remember that. It's of not course fun. not. Nobody wants to remember that. But like he said it multiple, multiple times. You can go back in the footage and look. I mean, honestly, how could you ever have a problem with the studio multiple times? <laughs> Kind guy, cool yeah, guy. You know? like he just minds his own business. It's right. like at the same time, if someone tells me, "Hey, like you can win six figures playing poker just by working hard," I'd be like, "I, I don't, I don't think so." Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple, right? <laughs> like Twitter takes things so out of perspective, where right. you just have a very quick back and forth. It's like, I don't think that's true. And they're like, that's, yeah, you this know, is like, why this like the social media and all that stuff is so toxic, right? It's because like if if like Negreanu came in and 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 Berkey and him were having a conversation like face to face, maybe we need this. It would be maybe we do, <laughs> but it would be. It, I, this whole thing would have been completely different. I, I, I 100% know that, right? Like, I'm very, very confident that if, if they sat down face-to-face -face and were talking, but, like, you know, you, somebody says this on Twitter, and then it, they say this, and they don't know the context. They don't know the, the tone. And, and then all of a sudden, it just blows up into this giant war, which is frankly unnecessary i loved seeing pads coming in off the top ropes with, Pat, uh, pads, with hit him with it pads hit him with the find the hating finding the hate on berkey so bizarre runs the best poker podcast bringing up issues in the community and make sure that they get the right amount of coverage they deserve we do pretty well yeah <laughs> gets called out at super high stakes heads up challenge accepts it studies and crushes this is true Endured borderline bullying on videos that have received a million plus views, still shows up high stakes poker sandwiched in between Nick and Doug with his own money and does well, plays daily higher stakes than 99.9% .9 of people who criticize him, growing up every day, everybody wanted to play in Bobbies, he's in there every day, he's been playing poker for 20 plus years and has played every single stake, very relatable journey for many, has helped younger people in the game like Melissa, Landon, etc. have a platform and obviously helps all around him. Maybe you could have done a little bit better there. Maybe I should be gone. <laughs> puts daily health and fitness stuff and puts himself out there. Doesn't stay silent for money. Supports professionals and amateur best interest. Gives us somewhere to listen to most important topics in poker. Maybe he speaks with authority on topics that he isn't an expert in. But isn't that what we all do every day? That makes him more relatable. You don't have to agree with every word he says. But he's a good guy. Relatable. Helps those around him. Plays loose, splashy, fun to watch. And brings up issues in poker to make it a more safe space for us all. That was very well written. Mm -hmm. Very, very Absolutely. well written. Because, like, there's been a lot of, I'm, I scroll, I didn't honestly look through everything, but I quickly scrolled through some comments, and I was like, damn, there's a lot of Berkey heat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Half of me is like, I just want to go type, you cunt. But <laughs> the other half of me is like, all right, whatever. But, I mean, a lot of the authority figures in the community have come out for Berkey. You know, Sean Deeb kind of echoed the same thing. Uh, and Polk had a good tweet. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, Polk, Polk is just, he's, he's sad he's not in the middle of this. I'm sure he'll work his way in somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> the yeah. other one was better. No, but the best part about this, honestly, is that Doug and Matt both agree that nine's fold is ridiculous. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, the enemy of your enemy is your friend sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he had put out a tweet basically say, um, I forgot, it was after one of d Nike's tweets, and he's like, Oh, we're talking about Burke here? Yeah. And it's like, what's up, my friends? Yeah. <laughs> that shit had me dying. Yeah. My people. He's like, he's ready to get in the mix. It's like, oh, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, how could he miss out on such a beautiful opportunity, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I don't blame him. So, yeah. I mean, Pads wrote a really good tweet there. Um, just kind of breaking down why he thinks this shit is crazy. Right. And now we're going to break down a hand. That is crazy. That mm -hmm. is crazy. Well, you know, Berkey has misplayed nines himself. You know, everybody misplays nines. And you nines know, are tough. Nines are the new jacks. You know what happens when you misplay nines? You're in the fucking muck. You are in the muck. <laughs> you are in the muck. Guapo, roll the graphic. Hold on you're a in the muck. I said I got, you're I gotta, in. I got to show Matt being criticized here for the way he plays nines. Well, well no, we're, we're going to talk about that. Right, that's the muck. You got to throw the graphic right, up. Right. <laughs> Just imagine a graphic. All right, hold on. Hold on, here it's it comes. Coming, it's coming, it's coming. All right, and now we are. In no, the no, no, no.
don't fold nines here. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story. Yeah, so this was a hand in the PCA. I want to say it was PCA, and I think it was my second year here, so four years ago, so 2020, 2019, 2020 it was. Okay, yeah, I think 19. So this is the spot where we can pause it for a second. Uh, we're on the turn already, but that's fine. I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, Under the gun one opens. Matt defends with pocket nines off of roughly 55 big blinds. Yeah. Flop comes ace, ace, nine with a flush draw. Matt has pocket nines, the scene. It goes check. Uh, he goes about quarter pot, a little bit more, like 28%. And then Matt goes with the 4x check raise. And with queen, 10 of spades, you have a call. Turn is the king of hearts, and Matt goes for the check. You're good. He goes for the check. Uh, now, in position, bets half pot with a combo draw and also having some fold equity as well. Maybe Matt has a hand like a flush draw that doesn't really want to bet anymore because ace-king is so prevalent for under the gun. And Matt calls with a full house. Mind you, this is 42 left out of 865, so there's some ICM pressure, but you're still so far away from actual pay jumps. This that is a it's 25. Not that this is a 25k, right? I'm pretty sure it's 25k. It was the main. It was the main event. Yeah, so it's 25k. Yeah. Okay. So now in the river, Matt checks, and then uh, Tommy Wynn bets 170, with roughly half pot. Matt's got 381k, and he he does something that is a crime. <laughs> this, is, this is a crime against I remember watching this hand in real time you, mm -hmm. you can't win six figures in poker If you make a fold like this I was yelling at the screen so hard <laughs> I, was so happy. I was so happy I was like oh now he's just he's gonna get paid And then I was like what's taking so long He's what doing some time on? banks Don't do it He oh open folded he, he just couldn't take it this Oh is the... my god He's just like <laughs> 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 He can't take it Tommy's face, he couldn't he, believe it. He's like, fuck, I guess I was bluffing, man. <laughs> Damn. He's like, I didn't know you had that in you, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, at, at the time, like, whatever that was, five years ago, Berkey was, like, known as the guy That's that just, pays just off. does not fold rivers. Oh. Yeah. And now he's he's at the top and he just Tommy was trying to get paid by his yeah. five, man. And that's right. why he's fucking out here. But Berkey probably leveled himself into thinking like, okay, well I'm the guy who never folds and now he's like piling on me. So like I think what just happened just was Matt had a misevaluation of what the value range on the river for him right. would be as the imposition player. Mm -hmm. And honestly the half pot size versus just jamming is rather ridiculous uh, with pot SPR. Mm -hmm. All right, let's break it down. Let's see what the wizard says about this. Let's, how do, how yeah. should we have played the nines? Let's see what the wizard has to say. Yeah, we need to learn how to play nines around here. It seems like everybody in the community needs to gather around and just learn how to play nines I'm pretty here. sure the computer started smoking on the river. Yeah, so Matt has a range check. Let's not lead nines here. Let's not lead your full houses. Good start. Uh, so Under the Gun has a range bet. In the original solve, uh, it was like a 40% pot range bet. Mm -hmm. uh, in this spot, I just gave the custom size that uh, Tommy Wynn uses. It's not going to lose any EV, really. Right. So he went 28, and it says go 40. So correct. Not much of a yeah. Much and a it's just like I would just go quarter here, putting in chips at any point with part with entire range is going to be the play. Okay. You just have so much ace X as seen some of the mm -hmm. offsuit ace Xs as well, and then you don't really care very much when you have like these small pairs. You're gonna going to potentially use them to bluff later, depending on the runouts and depending on the action. It's just such a good board for you that you just want to put in a chip and see what happens. So Matt now, with nines for his uh, raise size, actually does do very well here. It looks like the value range for the out of position player for the polar reopen. As we're kind of wrecked in the ace-x department, where we have some of these uh, weaker ones that defend big blind, like ace-three and ace-deuce mm -hmm. are going to mix a three-bet. We never have big aces because we just three-bet those. Correct. Much. So I kind of gave like a makeshift-ish Matt range where like 50% tens three bet and like jacks plus and then like ace jack ace uh, who really knows uh i do kind of uh so nines is like almost like a pure raise nines huh? is basically a pure raise is it's not the top of your value as we still have ace nine suited of course but ace nine blocks so much stuff that mm -hmm. you'd rather use nines unblocking the unblocking ace the ace for, makes so much sense right for the uh, for the opener yeah once you once you have ace nine you just have it locked down so now, as the undergun player, when you have queen, ten of spades, can't fold a flush draw here, even if you think they might have a full house. 
uh, you just have too much equity. You can still bluff later if they check, because if you look at Matt's bluffing range, he's going to have hands like high-low flush draws being like mm -hmm. jack-five suited, jack-six, queen-four, king-deuce. We have some of these hands, and then like obviously this will probably never happen in real life, like having fours, but okay. You're mostly going to want to have flush draws. I was going to say, if Landon had fours, this is a check-raise triple-off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot for me. I would just do, I would be more heavy with the flush draws. Is like we have equity, we have blockers to the best mm -hmm. aces, and then we can put uh, in position in a tough spot depending on runouts. Okay. So undergun calls turn is a king of hearts, and then Matt ends up going for the check, and we can see that that's actually relatively allowed, uh, pretty decent. You're mostly going to want to check the ace nine when you check raise as you're doing it so low frequency. Nines are still kind of the bulk of your value range when we do decide to check raise the flop in the first place. But the king is really bad for our range as we never have ace king full houses and we're capped now at ace nine being our best hand. Some of the times as we mostly flat with it. And then in position has ace king always. Um, and we're going to have some ace axes that we check raise flop with that now need to uh, protect that range with a check. So our betting volume on this turn is going to be very low. We're going to bluff with near nine deuce for the nines full house block yeah. and the deuce unblocker, where it's more likely that your opponent has ace x offsuit. That's not a king. More likely they can have like ace four suited, ace three suited, ace eight offsuit when you have the deuce in your hand. And more likely they have a hand that's potentially like pocket tens with a, a spade that c-bets then calls the raise why is it only nine deuce suited that check raises flop it's just a, a solver nonsense as our check raise on the flop is so rare to begin with mm -hmm. you have to be very selective with what you're bluffing with as well so mm -hmm. she's the one with the deuce and the deuce unblock is better than a three or a four yeah. because nine deuce unblocks ace three and nines blocks nines full and nines blocks nines full Whereas ace deuce is less likely to be seen. And ace deuce is just the value hand. Yeah. Yeah. And then ace three is going to be more likely ace four. But if we start using nine deuce, nine three, nine four, nine five, nine six, we have too, too many, many hands that we're bluffing because yep. the only value hand we actually have here is pocket nines and then ace nine suited that we decided to mix a raise with. But it's mostly going to trap in practice as well because you have the entire board locked down. Yeah. You're hoping that your opponent's just going to rifle it off with a hand like king 10 or things along those lines. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, so we, Matt checks the turn, makes a lot of sense. Uh, so th the size that we do use, if we want to bet, is pot because we're repping nines. Okay. We need max fold equity. I'm sure if we bet pot here, ace-x offsuit for imposition is going to start folding because it's very, very scary, right? We see ace-eight here, ace-three, all of these hands very not happy, very, very mad. They do a lot uh, of folding. Very mad. Right. A lot of folding here. Because we're not supposed to bet. Yeah. Like if we look at our range, our range is uh, on turn king. Our a lot range, of Literally, yeah, a lot of checking. We, we don't have that many bets. We, only we have, have full nuts. house, we have lie, and then we have like <laughs> sometimes like eight three of spades lie, and then we have like uh check protects like king x that we're bluffing on the flop with. Yeah, but now we turn to pair, so now we don't have to bluff because we beat tens jacks. Now kings. we just check calls, check right? Call. You can check, check the side, check the side. Yeah. yeah, so now Matt goes for check. We see here that the imposition player was actually supposed to use uh, a smaller size because once we check raise check. Our range is really good, like yeah. ace, nine, and nine. We only have good hands. Or we have nothing. Nothing, just, yeah. Nothing slash exactly. king x. Yep. So we kind of want to make those continue on the turn or feel relatively indifferent and then have a tough decision on the river. Mm -hmm. uh, Tommy goes for half pot, so I kind of node lock like a spicy half pot range where sometimes he's going to bet ace king because he has it. Sometimes he's going to check because some, you want to be a little bit sneaky. Yeah. So uh, aces sometimes mixing. Uh, you have all the cards and you still get value from nines anyways on the end. Yep. So you don't have to bet it yourself. And then sometimes he's going to bet some ace-x suited, sometimes he's going to bet some ace-x offsuits, and then he's going to bet nines full because it unblocks the ace. And then he's going to be checking a lot of his uh, showdown value hands like king-x, and sometimes maybe, one, maybe he'll bet with king-x with a flush draw. Maybe he'll bet with queen-ten, queen-jack with a flush draw as we saw. Mm -hmm. Because in the solver, queen-ten, queen-jack suited kind of want to play a pure check. Reason being, they kind of have nothing. If you put in money, you're going to get called by a better hand. You're just you're almost dead you're, unless we get there. Right, you're dead unless you get there. And we might still be dead. And you might still be dead when but you do unless, get there. Unless. Unless they can find a fold. <laughs> <laughs> unless they find a fold with top. Uh, that, that is very possible. So under the gun one goes for the B50. Matt now can play like a sneak double check raise if he really wanted to. Uh, kind of built around the nines that we did decide to check. Is there any other better feeling in poker than getting a double check raise? No, and the solve mm. probably knows that, so that's probably why it's going for it. <laughs> it's literally yeah. the best feeling in poker. Pretty oh. sick, huh? King deuce of spades going for the Mega Master. 
gets called by flush draws, gets uh, probably like some other ace, some ace acts to be indifferent. Okay. Um, but that's not something to be tried at home. <laughs> uh, we're even turning in some like some ace axes into not into bluffs really, but you're mostly defending your range. Like you're just check calling, check preying on the end. Mm -hmm. Ace jacks like kind of a. It's not really, a, it's sort of value, but it's very scary at the same time. It's kind of like just pay hands. Yeah, and you're kind of putting in the money yourself if they have draws, so you're kind of getting some money and some money and good if, if you're lucky. Yeah. Because, like, they're betting queen, ten of spades. You raise ace-jack, but yep. who really knows? Uh, so Matt goes for the call, which is going to be completely fine. Uh, you're going to call more with the nine of hearts just because you block uh, some of the flush draws with the heart. Makes sense. And then, uh, or sorry, oh. Yeah, yeah, you, with the heart you trap a little bit more. And then uh, Matt goes for the call. And then the river was the jack of spades. So interesting one, because when we check call, like when we check raise, uh, check call, we have a lot of these pair plus spades. So we can actually lead the river a little bit of the time. Like king deuce of spades getting in there, king four of spades. You lead pocket nines because they're going to put in all their four houses and flushes in for you anyways, potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this is probably something that we would not have seen in practice. And I don't think many people would have found like i would definitely wouldn't have found the lead here is assuming that we're now very capped with the nines you would yeah, find a lead? i would not find i wouldn't find a lead with range um it does make sense when you think about the hands that we check raise check call yeah it's pair plus and then potential full houses mm -hmm. we, um, all, we only have good hands outside of king x yeah well yeah. we have king x and then we have like ace nine some ace x trips that we want to protect like we're bluff catching with the ace x offsuit portion and then we're going to use nines to lead as he's going to jam the ace x for us uh, when we do go for the lead yeah um mm -hmm. and also he's going to check back a ton as we have improved a lot on this river after the check raise check call check line so i guess we have to go into the node lock function and give for frequency of range check i assume that matt's not going to be betting here lock all and continue you're just locking a check? Yeah, okay. just pure checking now for out of position. Okay. Now we look at under the guns range. We'll see that the only size here is going to be all in, which makes mm. a ton of sense. Right. And You're extremely polar. In play, it was, he went half pot, correct? He went a little bit under half. He went like B50. Okay. So what I'm going to have to do is, I don't, the thing is, I don't want to remove the all in because if he has ace king, he's probably going to jam. Right. Mm -hmm. so Hoping this, to get, yeah. So this hand kind right. of feels like a custom B50 size or like maybe mm -hmm. quads is for him is going to go B50. Flushes. Uh, flushes are going to go B50. Um, and then some ace X, like ace queen with a spade might want to go B50. Okay. Yeah, where yeah. in the solve, it's going to go all in. So like, I'm going to go to this little pen button. I'm just going to go like this, this, that, 50. Firm, and then I'm gonna just gonna try to make some some custom range. Nope. Like it's not gonna it's, work, yeah. so I'm just gonna have to go <laughs> yeah. to the node lock and be like, well, let's uh, let's go to set strategy and let's go to 50 and let's go 50. percent um, You have to take the all in out, right? Yeah. I don't know if you have to take the all in out, but let's just make it like pure some pure hands potentially, like 75. percent Okay. Then all in will be 25. Percent. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So like aces. Maybe B50, maybe all in. Mm -hmm. Ace King, maybe B50, maybe all in. Maybe uh, Kings. You can just kind of touch it, I suppose. Like Queen 10 suited. Uh, Queen 10 takes the 50 can, route. Yeah, we can just go like 100% for 50. Then, like, what's going to end up happening here is it's not like you're going to fold, but I'm curious on if you can jam yourself. And the answer might be like, no. Probably not. Like right? ace queen b50, ace jack, we can just go b50. Or sorry, that's a full house, so we can just leave it. Yeah. Ace nine, we can probably do some b50, some b50, some all in. Ace nine, full house. Maybe he goes for the trap, like the sneak. And then his bluffs, I guess we're going to put bluffs in the b50. I mean, hands like, like ace nine, doesn't it feel like you just want to be all in, though? Like, you don't even want to custom size here? You don't, but he might, right? Because yeah. if you, because. The entire sim is broken-ish, where this half pot size doesn't exist, so I have to try to figure out what could potentially exist. Oh, yeah, right. of course. Um, so, like, okay, like, let's say some of the times he goes half pot, some of the times he goes all in. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of curious as, like, can, like, not obviously that nines isn't going to fold, but it's can nines still go for a value jam on the end? Because it might be too thin, but you kind of have to just call. Um, so now, yeah, as we see here, we it's just have a pure, pure call. call. You have yeah. a pure call. Can't fold. Let's go to the, you know, let's just really dig in here and go to the strategy plus EV of this one. 
Oh, 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 just 12 big blinds, you know? Like, we, we don't advocate for folding 12 big blinds here. <laughs> uh, so, what, what, is, what does the wizard say? <laughs> well, what does the wizard say? Reject me so hard, Dad. Yeah, like, so when it comes, like, nines, Matt's right that nines is a bluff catcher, yeah. but he did not follow his advice of just pay. Yeah, right. It's true. Well, I think, you know, just pay has been brought to us after that. You know, ever since this moment, he hasn't he's, folded. He's learned it. the errors of his way. The man hasn't folded a hand yeah. ever since this fucking hand. 2024, Berkey nah, would not be he, folding nines there. He folded. I remember he played a hand in Bobby's where he had like he rivered an ace and thought the guy didn't have do seven and then folded the 25 percent pot on the end. <laughs> and then it's like. That was, that was that was just a brain blunder. That yeah. was the just that was, a, that was a brain blunder. When you're getting. 25% pot on the end, and you have top pair in a deuce Help to me seven out. What's game. What's that, five to one? It's a lot to one. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough to one. Will you river top, will you river top yeah. pair? You should probably just put the money in. Like, maybe you mm -hmm. lose, probably, but, like, the point is... It's like, imagine betting on a sport, like, sports betting, and getting five to one on something right. where you know in reality your hand might be worth, like, two to one. Right, you have to be, you have to be winning like fifteen percent. Wapo's pretty good at MMA bets. He knows. <laughs> yeah. He sees lines. Right, I do. But like in poker, for some reason, there's more of this attachment of man. Like I don't win in this spot. Mm -hmm. Or like I have king eight on king eight deuce, and he bet one big blind, and I check call, <laughs> and then he bet two big blinds, and I check call. Then I check fold, and he had deuces. It's like that's okay. You're allowed to get stacked in poker. Mm -hmm. Like part of the way that you make more money is if you do end up getting stacked. Yeah, exactly. But if you're never willing to put the chip stack in, you're never going to get paid okay. when you have it all. Right. Yep. So, true. anyways, uh, Matt's in the muck. I'm in the muck from five years ago watching this hand. I'm glad yeah. I didn't have a piece. I would have uh, been very upset. I was sick as fuck. Conrad wants to end it all. I want to end it all. This could have been your I, chance to get rich, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Big, uh, big thanks to uh, GTO Wizard for sponsoring yeah, for sure. uh, in the muck segment. Make sure to hit hashtag wizard in the chat, and uh, you'll get some more information and how to sign up. If you want to add a in the muck segment, go on over to our Discord Add us on Twitter. Let us know what you got. You got a mm -hmm. hand for us? You want to talk about a situation? Hit us up. Let us know. Yep. All right. That's how you do it. All right. 11 what? big, 12 big blinds in one hand. Oh, my God. He's stimming. 12 big blinds. <laughs> I will give credit to Matt in the sense of knowing that his hand is a bluff catcher, depending mm -hmm. on how the, li like the line works. Yeah. The point is, it's a bluff catcher that wins a lot, and you can't jam, and it's not because your, your hand's not worth and enough. sometimes they value, you know... It's because you can't worse. get called by worse Every, when you jam. Right. Everybody, do not forget, we have another academy. We have three academies coming up. Brian, run it for me. That's right. We got the Cash Academy. The, the most recent one is going to be March 18th to the 20th. Uh, go to academy.solferwide.io to get more information and to sign up. Seats are limited. All right, guys, we are out of here. Berkey will not be with us again tomorrow. He, I think he comes back on Monday. So it's just going to be us, the, the squad in the building. We're here. But we will be here at noon getting it popping. You guys already Friday. know. Have a great day, guys. Peace. Later. Peace.